Hi bloomers, bloomies, bluminaries, and everyone else tuning into this Bloom Fireside. This episode features Stani Kulichov. He's the founder of Ethland. Ethland has been a Bloom partner since the fall of 2017, and I think you'll find this chat really informative about how Ethland came about, how they are differentiating their lending platform from others, and how the Bloom partnership works. We are really fond of the Ethland team, so we really hope you enjoy watching and listening to what Stani has to say. And just a quick note that I am trying out a few different platforms for displaying the video on screen, so please be patient while I give them a try. Hi, thanks for joining us today. Uh, this episode of Bloom Fireside, number three, we have the founder of ETHLAND, Stani Kulichov. Stani, thank you so much for making some time for me as you get prepared for your, your meetup in London, England tonight. Thank you. Thank you, Derek, for having me here. It's, it's a big pleasure and uh, Bloom is our very good uh, partner. So I'm, I'm so happy to be here in this uh, interview series. Good, good. So uh, I, I'm sure we've got folks who uh, know that we've partnered with ETHLAND, maybe don't know a ton about the partnership, uh, or maybe they haven't heard about ETHLAND at all. So let's Let's start from basics. Tell us, what is ETHLAND? Okay, well, in a, in a nutshell, basically, uh, ETHLAND is a uh, application where you actually can uh, hold your cryptocurrency and, and get another cryptocurrency. So, for example, instead of having one position, you can open a secondary position. And in the future, it will also mean that uh, you can hold cryptocurrency and, and spend fiat as well. So. Uh, it's kind of a way to people actually uh, enjoy the uh, price appreciation of, of your uh, tokens, uh, cryptocurrency, without actually selling them when you have a need for, for uh, liquidity. Mm -hmm. Okay, that's cool. Yeah. Uh, so how did, how did <laughs> ETHLAND come about? How did you get the idea for, for starting ETHLAND? Well, the story is pretty interesting because uh, there wasn't an idea for, for Edland in the first place. We basically uh, did some research on, on, on uh, uh, smart contracts. And when, when I uh, kind of uh, started with Bitcoin and, and, and kind of uh, played around with the uh, multisig uh, wallets and, and realized that uh, when I came up, I found basically the Ethereum and started to research the smart contracts. And basically, I was more or less uh, doing research on, on uh, kind of... Uh, how a smart contract could be used in, in a uh, dispute resolution and so forth. Okay. And then kind of I understood that uh, actually what you can create on top of Ethereum is, is pretty amazing. And, and the technology that smart contracts enables uh, can do various of financial uh, transactions and applications. Mm -hmm. And we kind of understood at that point that this was 2016 and, and we, we kind of noticed that uh, uh, token economy was growing. There's new ICOs coming up and new cryptocurrencies and these have market value. And, and the most beautiful thing is that actually cryptocurrencies uh, compared to, for example, stocks, uh, Forex, is that uh, uh, these markets are ongoing 24-7. Mm -hmm. So basically we have liquid assets here and, and uh, nobody is basically leveraging them. Um, so we end up building a uh, lending application and, and where you can actually use this uh, uh, digital assets, tokens, cryptocurrency as a collateral and, and, and basically open a, a new new position. Basically, you can uh, uh, hold your crypto and spend at the same time. Right. And yeah. that, that's that's in a nutshell, like, like how we came up with the idea back in uh, 2016. 
Okay. Yeah. I was, I, w- I was hoping you'd touch on the, the collateral part a little bit because I, I think for a potential lender, I mean, I, I've mm. participated personally in, in some Kiva loans, right? And Kiva mm. being that oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, more yeah, traditional yeah. microfinancing solution where yeah. you know, a nonprofit in the ground in Namibia, for example, or, or Peru or something like that. And you're yeah. pooling your funds with, or typically with a larger group of people, you know, I put in 25 bucks and my yeah. amount of risk is fairly small because I can probably afford to lose $25. Um, yeah. But, and you know, and there has been some vetting, uh, you know, on site with the, the person trying to borrow some money, but there is no collateral in a lot of these cases yeah. or any of those cases because they don't have a lot, right? That's, that's yeah. why they need the loan <laughs> yeah. in the first place. Whereas, uh, I, I think it's really interesting that, you know, somebody potentially uh, bought some lend tokens in your token sale last fall and, yeah. you know, whether they appreciate or depreciate it, they've got some collateral they can actually put up. So if they, if they manage to squeak out $10 worth, the price does appreciate. Now it's worth, you know, that $10 is now worth $50. They want to borrow $50. Mm-hmm. They actually do have some collateral to put up. Um, and, and, and that provides the lender much more certainty than, um, pretty much any other, you know, uh, um, unsecured loan. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. That's pretty interesting. From, from example, uh, from the lender's perspective, that's, uh, uh, pretty amazing, especially if you're using some automated software, for example, when you can, uh, call the collateral and realize it uh, either, uh, almost instantly or, or, uh, momentarily from, uh, from the default scenario. Uh, basically, the lending process could be even uh, in, in its high end, uh, almost risk free. Uh, of mm-hmm. course, if the market has a free fall, that's a different story. But that's of kind course. of uh, interesting. And I would like to see how this kind of uh, uh, product will uh, affect the interest rates, because uh, there's always uh, uh, the good old saying that uh, basically uh, the the reward comes with the risk you take. So, so basically, if here you're taking as a lender lower risk maybe, uh, what will be the interest rate in the future? Because mm-hmm. the, the, the kind of the product that we have built, it, it's pretty new. I think we, we, will, we, we have been basically the, the first one that did the, uh, penetrated the market, uh, did the kind of market entry product and then started to develop that. We have now uh, almost over, well, we have over 30,000 um, 13,000 uh, Ethereum worth of lending volume uh, within the past past few months, and, and kind of uh, are looking like uh, how the interest rates will develop, uh, and it's pretty interesting because you can, uh, on one hand, you can compare what we are doing basically to stocks. Let's say you are holding Facebook, Facebook shares, right. and and uh, you you are appreciating. You you know that okay. Let's say uh, let, let's let's forget all the. Uh, uh, that the, the privacy violations for for a second. <laughs> yeah. So 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 just the financials, just the financials. Yeah, yeah, just the financial. Yeah, no, let, let's say no politics yeah. or privacy stuff here today. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> exactly, exactly. So basically, you're appreciate you you are uh, in the uh, mindset that uh, uh, Facebook shares were appreciated value, and basically you don't want to sell them. But on the other hand, you need you're short on cash. You you might need to finance something, uh, a goal in your life. Or you just found this cool new company, maybe uh, that's just listed in the uh, uh, stock exchange, and you want to get part of that particular company, for example. And it's 
kind of similar situation here. You don't have to basically sell your Facebook stocks and you can participate. You can basically pledge those uh, stocks and get uh, liquidity to participate in this new company. It might be that these new company stocks that you actually saw a third opportunity and you want to pledge those and so forth and so forth. So what, what we actually do is kind of mimic the similar uh, settings in the uh, kind of decentralized world in the crypto economy. And basically, uh, there might be, uh, for example, cryptocurrency or, or token. Let's say you have Bloom, Bloom token. You're invested in the uh, token sale, for example. And, and then you want to basically, you, you see that, hey, uh, these headline guys are doing a lot of work. Basically, mm -hmm. then you, you, you're in the mindset, uh, let me pledge uh, Bloom tokens to buy, buy some uh, Atlant or vice versa. You might be a uh, Atlant holder and see, see, hey, these blue guys are really doing a lot of, lot of things. A lot of things are going on. And basically, you can pledge uh, land tokens and, and get the uh, blue token. And similarly, uh, as in, in basically real stock pledging. So it's, it's kind of uh, interesting in that way. Yeah, cool. Uh, so you broke down a little bit about you know, how you got started, where you saw the technology going, getting into smart contracts. But why? What was the impetus for actually starting ETHLAND? Oh, I, I think the whole, uh, I think it's just about the technology. I, I think what we are creating here is completely, uh, uh, completely different. I, I think like uh, being so decentralized that we are now, I think it's super great, but not just that, but uh, actually building software on top of smart contracts, that's such a beautiful thing because uh, you're actually uh, creating very secure applications and, and, and kind of uh, financial application where, where the uh, security and, and uh, immutability, transparency, auditability is, is quite uh, uh, differentiating factors because I know uh, more or less that uh, there will be a lot of uh, uh, lending platforms out there. There will be lending platforms uh, with a similar business logic as we have. And that's okay. That's, that's perfectly fine because uh, uh, we're helping each other because we market the new, new, new uh, kind of market that we have here. Uh, but the thing is what difference Atlant from all the kind of rest of market players or maybe even uh, uh, rest of software companies and blockchain projects is, is that we are trying to keep the technology uh, on smart contracts and, and kind of take the harder path, but eventually it's more beneficial to the user, uh, to us and, and, and to, to the public as well, because uh, in lending transaction, which is uh, done on our, on our application, it's basically auditable for any, any, any person can audit right. that. He can see that that's, uh, uh, the, the collateral is on the uh, blockchain and, and basically uh, it's, it's uh, on a uh, smart contract. So it, it, it creates kind of more trust and actually removes the need uh, or reduces the need of, of uh, third parties, for example. And uh, that's the uh, kind of underlying issue here. And uh, this is the kind of concept. Uh, whatever products Ethnan uh, is going to develop, uh, we we will keep in keeping kind of uh, in a core way that we're uh, very heavily uh, involved in, in in smart contracts because that's uh, that is something that differentiates now and and in the future. Cool. Yeah, I, I can actually attest to the fact that everything is done on a smart contract. I've I've got a loan that I funded just to test it out and see how, how things go for my own knowledge uh, wow. for $50 US, you know, small one. I just want to see how it went. 10% uh, interest rate was the proposal. And I was like, sure, you know, if I make five bucks, that's great. <laughs> I can call the collateral um, yeah. <laughs> if, they, if they default. So, you know, and so like we said earlier, that definitely provided some peace of mind for me because... $50 US was 
probably a little bit more than I would have done in an unsecured fashion. Mm. Um, uh, but you know, I've got that certainty that worst case scenario, I do have some collateral to call and, and they are lend tokens, uh, incidentally. So, yeah. So basically you don't even need to sell them and uh, just hold them. (laughs) Yeah. Worst case scenario, I'll just, I'll, I'll take them and I'll, I'll probably use them for my own, you know, my own loan in the future. Yeah, Um, exactly. I wanted to ask a little bit about the, the founder. I know you're the founder. Who else was part of the original team and, and what roles do they play? Oh, actually, the, uh, everyone who is uh, participating more or less is the original team here, for example. Okay. Uh, our CEO, Jordan, uh, Martin from the uh, business development, Anastasia. We have big team, uh, Novia from, from, the, from the marketing, our CMO, mm-hmm. and uh, all of developers. Uh, uh, Jitendra, Ernesto. Of course, we have new recruits in, in the development side, but that's uh, more or less because uh, the application that we are developing now is completely different uh, uh, than we started with because there is a lot of uh, functionality in the uh, smart contract code. For example, we have oracles that, that basically monitors the uh, price and, and based on right. that price, we, we can have the collateral management and, and so forth. So there's, uh, uh, I think the team is growing and, and will uh, exponentially grow so we're we're hiring at the as, as we speak uh, so uh, but but I think it, it has been a fun right because uh, especially like uh, within the team it, it has been very tough I mean with the whole uh, ICO pro process and, and keeping the pace that we're developing quickly and uh, shipping code uh, yeah. but still we're having we're having all the way we're having fun I mean we're we're now in London with uh, Martin actually and, and uh, we're happy to present here and, and going to New York within a couple of weeks and we'll be there for a week attending uh, uh, our own meetup as well to keeping there. So I think uh, in one way, it's a lot of work, but uh, at the same time, we're enjoying it so so much. I mean, uh, what can be even better than, than basically create the uh, uh, awesome applications? It's just, uh, it's, it's, uh, we were living a dream here. <laughs> yeah, it, it's, it's <laughs> definitely fun working in the blockchain space. I can say that for sure. And Oh yeah, oh yeah. I, I know you have a very active community. We've got a pretty active Slack Telegram community. So there's always lots of questions being thrown around. But uh, I, th- oh, yeah. I think some, I think our two teams are definitely well positioned to actually answer the question like, yes, we are doing things. We are shipping code. And yeah. uh, and I know you guys provide tons of updates. Uh, Nolvia drives a lot of that in terms of just making sure that things do get communicated. And, and I'm trying to do that uh, for Bloom. So that's great. Oh, yeah. And but customer think- support, of course. It's, it's uh, I mean, like... Uh, kind of uh, appreciating early adopters because I, I think uh, the whole Edlin would not be possible without the, the, the people that are supporting and, and basically uh, using the platform. And that's, mm-hmm. it, it was funny because uh, we had our first kind of, uh, we have a proof of concept piece, which are pretty, pretty low, almost non-existent. And we had a uh, f- first kind of uh, fee distribution for active lenders and borrowers. And, and it was so, so amazing to see that people who, who received uh, uh, smaller amounts of, of, of uh, lend tokens were, were so happy. I, I mean, it's like uh, people actually uh, who are using the platform, they actually love it. Even though it's it's, it's uh, very early stage. Alpha, for example, the next release, Kogia, which is coming, is, is like day and night uh, between the comparison. But still, like uh, all the uh, uh, difficulties when you're using decentralized application, people are still using because they're believing in the in the product. And that, that makes... Uh, uh, our community kind of uh, amazing, I think. Yeah, and I, I mean, you. There are certainly cashback programs and that sort of thing that rewards you for spending money. But yeah, I think it's pretty rare to find a platform where you actually 
receive some sort of compensation or reward for lending money out beyond the interest that you're obviously yeah. supposed to earn. And even for, for, for being a good actor on the platform as a borrower. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Repaying loans, it's, it's just all, all, all it boils down. I, I think like it's, it was very funny because uh, uh, in the beginning, we didn't have a collateral, collateral calling or collateral management in the previous versions. And, and basically, people were paying loans back because they, they, they just uh, they, they do the right thing. But uh, of course, we have to remember that there's always bad, bad actors and we have to uh, protect our uh, uh, good actors from the bad ones. So I think uh, in that sense... Uh, uh, the collateral management is very important in the lending, collateral-based lending space. Yeah, and, and of course, eventually that'll affect your Bloom score if you don't pay it back. Yeah, it, yeah, exactly, exactly. <laughs> plug that in there. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, can you yeah. tell? Can you tell us a little bit about what were you do? What you were doing before you uh, started Ethland? Like what? What? What were you I was, do for work? I was basically doing doing more or less work in a law firm. So basically, it was uh, okay. uh, more or less work with with contracts and so forth. So so basically, like smart contracts and 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 legal stuff isn't like they aren't uh, the same thing. They're they're basically, but the the underlying thing with these two kind of industries or or let's say uh, uh, job descriptions is is basically the the common logic, like what happens. Uh, uh, behind of the uh, smart contract logic, like what happens if the borrower uh, doesn't repay on due mm-hmm. due time, for example. It's it's basically same thing, but uh, in a code. And, and my my kind of uh, I, I I keep hearing like because I'm, I'm, I used to work in law firms, and whenever you you discussed about blockchain or something, uh, you hear people saying that uh, yeah, they're saying that uh, they will rep- replace lawyers. The same argument, for example. Uh, uh, with the uh, artificial intelligence, for example, that uh, will replace a lot of jobs and so forth. But for example, in, in smart contract, it can be even different. It can even create a lot of jobs because uh, what if the smart contract fails, for example? Mm-hmm. And, and uh, for example, ICOs, uh, I mean, uh, that's a completely new area where, where legal people are involved and financial people. So it, it, it kind of, uh, in one sense, Great new jobs, and I think uh, Vitalik said very well in, in one e- interview that basically we're Ethereum might, for example, uh, remove a lot of work, but uh, it will create uh, new, interesting, more interesting, more interesting uh, uh, work. So in, in that sense, yeah. uh, it's uh, it's it's pretty. Uh, the board is changing, let's say, and technology is changing a lot. So uh, you kind of already touched on this earlier, uh, but I wanted to make sure you had an opportunity to really, really put a, a spotlight on it. How does ETHLens lending platform differ from some of the other ones that are, that are, all, are all already out there? I know there aren't a lot that are actually in production, you know, that you can actually use, but certainly there are some in alpha stages and, and some that are close to the level of development you are. But how, how is ETHLend differ, differentiating themselves from the other ones? I would say uh, more or less it's a question is basically uh, uh, that the, the technology, I, I think uh, in the event, like uh, we have different kinds of principles in, in Atlanta. So basically we want to be uh, as transparent as possible. And, and also we have, we, we want uh, security and, and auditability. And I think uh, when, when you have, uh, when you have smart contract technology and you're working with smart contracts, it's not by the way easy because you're, you're, uh, on the other hand, you're losing a lot of uh, kind of uh, user experience at the same time. 
So, so uh, you're providing a lot of securities for the lenders and borrowers, which is very important in, in uh, terms of uh, lending, especially with, with counterparties that do not know each other. Right. Uh, but now what we are focusing is basically having this uh, smart contract brain behind of the application and still providing the, the best possible uh, user experience. And I, I think this is something that we will see in the new uh, Kogia release, which is coming up now. And the thing is uh, that if we are able to, to, to provide the, the best possible user experience as, as any other uh, application, for example, Apple, Apple Pay or, or TransferWise or Revolut, uh, then we, and, and still have the, the uh, smart contract uh, engine kind of behind doing all the transactions and, and so forth, uh, then I think our edge will, will, uh, will, will uh, distinguish here because uh, more or less, I think uh, competition is, is choosing more or less kind of the quickest path or the easiest path. Mm-hmm. I have seen also people doing it on smart contracts, but uh, uh, kind of what we have learned is, is basically you have to have kind of good logic, but also you, you need to have good user experience as well. So I think this will dif- dif- differentiate us uh, a lot. So, so we will have always the smart contract logic behind us and we're providing more security. And if there is someone who is doing something better, we're very happy because then, then there's someone we can learn from. And, right. and when we learn, we, we will do something better. Hopefully, of course. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, that's good. I, I, yeah. I agree. User experience is, is huge. Um, yeah. You know, it's, our goal uh, at Bloom is to really make it feel like you're not using a blockchain related app. Uh, exactly, exactly, exactly. Yes, it is decentralized. Yes, it uses blockchain, but uh, it'll be a lot easier with the mobile app once we're, once we're, that's ready. But, uh, you know, we're, but I think to make in it overall, feel, uh, yeah. And overall, I think, I think like, for example, uh, Bloom has a lot of good, good, uh, uh, in, in the uh, user experience and, and also kind of presenting things. So it's, uh, it's, it's definitely one, one uh, for example, uh, partners that we are also looking in and getting inspiration because like, yeah, the idea of, of partnership is, is not, not just kind of share the technology, but also ideas, inspiration. And, and that's, that's, that's pretty amazing. And, uh, and, and Jesse, Jesse himself is, is pretty, pretty awesome guy. So I think uh, it's, it's, uh, it's awesome to, 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 to kind of uh, agree with you guys as well. I'm uh, sure Jesse will guys. that. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, certainly. Like I, I've seen the screenshots for, for Colgia for the next uh, iteration of, of your DAP and it's a huge departure uh, in a good oh, yeah. in a positive way from what you guys have right now. Somebody like me, I've, I'm a sysadmin by trade. I've been doing this for a really long time. I could figure out the DAP, no problem. I don't yeah. think right now I could hand it to my dad and, and yeah, yeah. figure it out. So, but I know you guys yeah. are working on that and, and I, I give you kudos for, for continuing to focus on uh, exactly, exactly. the user experience. Uh, all right, we're getting to the last couple of questions here. A um, little bit more about the partnership, which we just touched on. How is, how is Ethland going to utilize the Bloom protocol? We've got Bloom ID, Bloom IQ, the risk assessment part, and of course the Bloom score. How, how is Ethland going to, to roll that into to your platform? Well, actually, uh, I, I think in, in overall, like, uh, for us, is the, the first thing is, is basically to implement the uh, Bloom ID mm-hmm. and also kind of uh, uh, have the ability to, to share the data that we are having, for example, because uh, we're going to have a uh, basically user registration, KYC process within uh, uh, 
uh, month or two because uh, that's that's basically more or less that our uh, institutional uh, users have been requesting and then mm-hmm. they want to so so badly to onboard and then we, we kind of uh, we're at the same time saying uh, we're very decentralized and and but at the same time we kind of know the uh, where the industry is going so uh, I, I think uh, Bloom is the way to us to basically connect to the real world and also not to the uh, real world itself but basically to a community of lenders and borrowers mm-hmm. and also share data uh, between these two, two projects between Atlant and Bloom and I, I think that will be very very beneficial and I could see at some point even uh, that, uh, that the uh, in, in the best case scenario, the, the borrower can actually choose where to, uh, from the multiple partners, for example, which Bloom has, choose the, the uh, lender, lending provider or lending software, for example. And then mm-hmm. we, we aim to be the, the most competitive one. So I think there's a lot of things that is coming up. And uh, since the uh, Bloom technology is evolving, I can say that uh, maybe within six months, we have something even more. So I think there, this is one of the... Uh, Kind of partnerships that we have uh, we have been uh, uh, very happy ha- happy to announce in the first place and and, and are still ongoing and uh, very happy to in- implement the uh, technology as, as fast as possible awesome so I, you just covered off my last question which was you know assuming you had all the all the documentation you know next Monday you know what would be the timeline be and it sounds like you're rolling uh, rolling out the kyc you know type functionality and of course the the data sharing for, for Bloom IQ, which then turns into somebody's Bloom score over the next couple of months? Well, it's an interesting question. If it's uh, more of a client side, uh, then the, the, it's, it's pretty interesting that we can do things quite, quite fast. But if we want to have something in our basically smart context, of course, it goes to the uh, new deployment process in, in, and it might take. And our kind of goal is also to, to add, add this kind of... Uh, our own, uh, I wouldn't say patented, but our own way to uh, manage different smart contracts. So basically that when we do a uh, smart contract upgrade uh, in the same application, we have the, the old loans as well, even if there's the, the smart contract different, differentiates, uh, but that's in the future. But if there's like a smart contract implementation from our side, of course it goes to the uh, uh, process and might take a um, couple of months or even a few months, depending on what time of the year. But client side things we can do much quicker, and we're very agile, and that's uh, that's the uh, uh, good thing about uh, basically our our sized uh, blockchain projects. Good stuff. Uh, I know you're running low on batteries, so I don't want to keep it much longer. But I did, <laughs> I did want to give you an opportunity to add anything else that maybe we haven't talked about, but you th- you feel would be important for for anybody watching watching this, whether they're a a Bloom ID holder now or or thinking about it, or you know, are there a potential Ethland user? Yeah, I would say uh, uh, kind of in the first first uh, uh, sentence, basically that. Uh, I would recommend anyone to use Atlant. Basically, just go to app.athlant.io and basically try. If you have any kind of tokens and, and you, you don't really want to sell and you want to leverage, just, just try and go ahead. And, and especially if you're not, uh, I usually say that uh, if you are like, uh, people say if you are, you know how decentralized applications work. But if you don't, this is a good place to start because uh, we have a lot of videos and, and not not all dApps have. There's a lot of dApps, and I, I think the, the guidance with the decentralized applications is pretty important. And of course, if you are a land holder or, or you're 
planning to be. The good thing is that basically once our new Kogia release comes, uh, we have activated zero field ending when you're using our Lent token as a currency. So kind of right. our idea is, is to, to transform the current token uh, to become as a currency because there's, uh, for example, you can pledge Ethereum. And since we are on the Ethereum blockchain, it, it doesn't make sense to pledge Ethereum against Ethereum. Uh, so basically right. what you can do is you can pledge Ethereum and get uh, lend as a currency. And if you're a lender, that's a pretty nice way to get extra profit for your holdings. And that's, that's pretty awesome. And uh, if you are a land holder and, or, or you love Atlan, you should also check Bloom because that's a pretty amazing, amazing project. And I, I wish to see you guys uh, uh, next time live somewhere as well again. Hopefully. Uh, I, know, I know we're coming to London at some point later this oh. year. And, uh, and we'll be getting all together uh, in San Francisco in, oh, a couple, in the next month or two. So uh, you awesome. know, there will be definitely opportunities for, for people to get together with a variety of the team members. <laughs> amazing, amazing, yeah. <laughs> okay, well, St- Stani, thank you so much for, for taking some time out of your day to, to chat with me and shed some light on the partnership and more about what Ethland is doing. I really appreciate it. Um, yeah, I'll, I'll include lots of links in the show notes to, to Bloom, to the uh, partnership announcement, to Ethland's website, the DAP, their Telegram community. Um, do you have any other places for people to chat? Like, uh, I, I imagine you have a subreddit, you have a Slack or a Discord community. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I think uh, we have, uh, if you're an uh, active user or planning, planning to be, we have a Gitter. Basically, if you go up or application, Gitter, right. there's a chat. Uh, that's one thing to do. Subreddit, there's a lot of uh, interesting dis- discussions there. I have had my time limitation on, on, on basically answering, but uh, I'm always reading. So uh, that's a good place. And of course, Telegram, we have the local groups as well. If you uh, speak Spanish, Italian, or Russian, or, or, or Korean, for example, Chinese, we have these groups as well for you. And uh, Yeah, I think uh, more or less it's... it's uh, telegram these days that people are using but uh, okay. hopefully hopefully uh, get activated some uh, redditors as well here okay well I'll, <laughs> I'll grab the show I'll grab links put them in the, in the description and uh, and hopefully people will check them out awesome awesome thanks right. for having me here yeah no problem have yourself a great day awesome awesome thank you bye bye